0: Hi and welcome back to the best thing you watch this week. we got Chris from Movies and Munchies, myself, Ruben from the Ruby Tuesday. I think we're going to have a good week. We've had some interesting things to watch this week. I think our opinions may differ as per usual, which makes it fun. But if this is your first time, general format is we will talk about the best things that we watched in the video segment. Along with that, will Chris will do a movie quick quiz to those that he asked last week. He'll do some new ones. I will ask a stupid question, then we'll get stuck in And I'll do an anime section or segment at the end if I have anime to talk about. And then we jump in to our audio-exclusive content, which is wherever you listen to podcasts. And that is pretty much everywhere. We have a good community that is joining us there at the moment. And this week we have a film that Chris had never seen before. I'd seen many, many years ago that I think is one of the best films. Like, it should be in one of the top 100 films of like most interesting and unique story experiences. It's called Old yeah. Boy. So if you want to hear us talk about that in the podcast section, join us for that. If you're on our Patreon, which starts at just one pound, we have over ninety films there. Uh the Patreon has the video segment as well so you can watch us in all our glory talking and being silly and and, and nonsense as well as whatever you guys ask us to review on the patreon because you, there's different tiers and people ask us to review series and movies we do skits there's a bunch of cornucopia of stuff that is literally one pound and before we get stuck in lastly first week of february which is the third i think it's the, the third? next week it's next no, week no. dude.
1: no it is next week it's Gosh, well. at least that when you were listening to this or when you the, when we were recording yeah, the yeah. Third.
0: yeah i came around quickly oh. we're going to be doing another live now our first one was particularly long was three hours <laughs> uh because we just love talking so much and we had a good time chatting to you guys so Absolutely. we're going to cut it down to two hours we have a, a plan of how to do that uh, but it was a lot of fun and so if you want to see this live which means all the mistakes Get kept in Everything. <laughs> uh, anytime we mess up or swear or say something that might piss off somebody on the Internet, and we go, jug on, <laughs> uh, then that all stays in there. So that's all good fun. Thank you for supporting us last time for those that did come. Oh, I think so we had, great. you know, initially we had about 40 to 50 people. And then people still watch those normally. So, yeah, it was a really good experience. So we're going to keep doing that once a month. And so the next one is uh, next week. A U.K. time would be 4 p.m. U.S. time is
1: Pacific time, U.S. time. (laughs) Pacific, Sorry, you have
0: so many (laughs) time zones in America because it's too big. Yeah, <laughs> definitely specific, yeah, specific 8 a.m. 8 a.m. So I think between those two time zones, you can work out whatever time. And, and, you know, if you're around, if you're awake at that time because of whatever your work life schedule is, then please do join us. We appreciate your eyeballs being live with us. Yes. Uh, is that everything, Chris?
1: Yes, I think
0: so. Cool. Do you want to? Uh, talk to us about your movie answers from last week. Yes.
1: Nostromo said I'm fired. So I don't know if that, <laughs> if that holds up for everybody, but he did get all three. So whatever. Okay. Um, the bunny dojo Nostromo, Chris Retzlaff got all three. Nice. Tara Briscoe did get all three. Um, but, but Did not you from guess the very the wrong first movie. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And that was a that was a tricky one because it's in at least three movies. Right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, Red Comet got two out of three. So the answers to last week were the Last Starfighter, two thousand one, mm. A Space Odyssey. That's the one I got. And then g- good, good. And then the tricky one: Star mm. Trek II: The Wrath of Khan.
0: Yeah. So I've seen the original Wrath of Khan once. Um, and I've seen the new version loads more, so that's the one I remembered it from.
1: Well, and he's also in. It said in the first Kelvin timeline, where um, Spock and old Spock and and uh, Chris Pine's Kirk are um,
0: talking towards the end. Yeah, they're so ones dying scene? from radiation. That scene isn't it? That, that scene? No. No, all right, okay. in the
1: um yeah and then in um there's also the in three uh the search for spock
0: right. that one in that one as well oh yeah. my gosh so so it was
1: you know if you got star trek and you you knew it was spock then <laughs> hey good that's <laughs> i
0: did i haven't i don't think i've seen this the last starfighter like i didn't recognize that at all i don't hey, even know what he, that is
1: d- dude centauri The kid Mm. in the trailer park who plays Mm. the video game and then the old.
0: Doesn't ring a bell.
1: Seriously, look it up right now. I'm no, (laughs) I no, 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 no. The
0: the last Starfighter. Okay, cool. 1984. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't think I've seen this. Shut up. Seriously? No, I'm serious. Yeah
1: dude okay everybody this is a movie that we are going to track down and watch at some point because this is
0: is it black and uh, white no what is it a, it's an 80s movie no, It's 84 yeah <laughs> it's 80 dude it is
1: um the graphics Oops. it looks so rubbish the, the graphics even at the time um <laughs> we're were video game mask yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's okay it's, it's there is like there is some cheese to it but you you may not like it then because like for me this is going to be pure nostalgia yeah watching this thing because
0: it is just it's but i love 80s movies so well and this is sci-fi i mean this is i wonder why this never came around to my zeitgeist part of the world that's so odd yeah how did you
1: might have not just
0: been popular in south africa at the time so it just didn't come around
1: Uh, maybe yeah but okay, so we're gonna have to, yeah, we'll. Um, <laughs> okay, we're gonna watch maybe that. Okay. next week's movie. There you go. <laughs> so okay, um, this week, if you're ready, mm-hmm. got three more. Oh, well, so the the obviously the the theme for last week was just sci-fi. Yeah, so. yeah, cool. Okay, <clears throat> this week number one. I hope that w- when the world comes to an end, I can breathe. Sci- Let me just start over. (laughs) I hope that when the world comes to an end, I can breathe a sigh of relief because there will be so much to look forward to. Number two, (laughs) there's a bag of lie in your basement. It's half empty. Your wife thinks you've been helping us, but we both know that's not true.
0: Ah, that rings a bell. I -hmm. know that, oh my gosh.
1: That's my job. That's what I do. I'd like to think if you're seeing me, you're having the worst day of your life.
0: Huh? Okay. Uh, nice.
1: Intense, clothes. intense roles actually on each of them. I didn't even think about that part of it, but yeah, it's um. so anyway, let us know in the comments. Uh, we'll give you the shout out next week. Uh, All or right, one fired.
0: second. Uh, this is for thumbnails. because we hadn't done it, i I was like oh yeah i just remembered something yeah cool
1: oh that's funny okay good well uh reuben do you have Mm. a question for us
0: um yeah i don't know if i've asked this question before actually but i think i might have maybe i really am getting old but i went and watched an indian movie this week um and it had an intermission and i was like should we go back to intermissions for long pauses? Because I was like, yeah, this is great. I'm going to go pee. This is a two and a half hour movie. I've watched half an hour of trailers and ads. I need to go pee. I've reached that age in my life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where peeing, peeing feels good. And then I was at the urinal. I was like, what is the best time or the best feeling when you've had a pee? Because, like, you can be really, really painfully full. Mm-hmm. And then you pee, and then it doesn't feel, but you can be really full, and it just feels so good. You're like, uh, that's not the question, but feel free to answer. The question is, do we need intermission?
1: <laughs>
0: Bring that back intermissions.
2: So <laughs>
1: <great>. <laughs> like, that was a weird transition, dude, yeah, into was, urination. No, oh it's my great. gosh. Is it was
0: perfect? Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I think, yes. I think if the movie is over, you know, if it's over two and a half hours, Mm. then, yeah, do that because there were there have been some that you you just need to be able, you know what I mean, but you don't know when it's you don't know when the right time to take a leak is or to mm. get up and you know whatever, and so you could end up missing something pivotal and I don't know yeah i'm I'm all for intermissions when um
0: I have yeah, done that alone. like films I'm really enjoying, and I don't know when to get up. Like, yeah. are they talking? And it feels like they're building up to something. I really gotta go. Oh, they did build up to something, damn it! And then I'll go, <laughs> and my son will be like, "You missed the best part." I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah,
1: no, there was, I, and I'm trying to remember the movie that we had watched recently. But um, like, we were we were right towards the end of the movie, okay? And my son. Um, Was it no one of my? I don't know. One of my kids was like they had to go, and they could, you know, they were they've been holding (laughs) it and holding it and holding it, and like you know that something big is coming towards the end, right? We're coming to that climax, and they just couldn't hold it, and they are watch, you know, watch walk by and stuff like that, and after the movie. Um, cause then the movie ended like four minutes later, something like that. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Um, and then we found out, well, they, they, they started to go out and we're like, no, wait a minute, I can't do this. So they walked back in just into the hallway doing and the w- dance. Uh,
0: in the front well, of <laughs> just that little alley <laughs> so thinking, dancing yeah. around going. Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Well, and mm. I remember, you know, when we saw Avatar, uh, the way of water, like I didn't get up and pee in that. Yeah. And the walking to the bathroom from the the screening, like I was doubled over in pain. Yeah. My my bladder and my stomach and the whole just midsection was so healthy painful. for you. No, oh no, no. And I'm shuffling because I'm afraid that literally I'm gonna pee my pants. Yeah. And my
0: my wife tells this story when she was pregnant with our first son. She was heavily pregnant, like eight months. at one of the Lord of the Rings films was out and mm. we went to go and watch it. And she'd watched it, but it was so good. But when she's <laughs> when she's coming out, because she's so pregnant, you know, like push it pushes down on your bladder. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's walking like a duck because she knows if she walks normally, that's just it, going to be over. like, my water's broken sort of thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she remembers that painfully as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, uh, a way of water was not worth a, a kidney infection.
0: No, it's it wasn't the first Avatar, maybe,
1: maybe but the
0: second one, no. Oh.
1: So yeah, I think I think I think the filmmakers, if they're going to make a long movie, you should be cognizant of this, and and mm. you know what I mean, and that's that's actually a bonus to your audience because you're you're thinking of them and their comfort, and you're thinking of the the larger audience also, not just.
0: You Why know, not make it a, a big event, like make it like a solid as a selling point and now and then bring like old school trays of, you know, walk up and down the aisles. If you've got cash or even like those quick things and sell sweets and stuff to people, uh, you make extra money. Like, yeah. come on, <laughs> you could you could make it a thing. You could have special advertisement during that time for those that just sit there and wait like five minutes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: See, mm. okay, mm. that's a
1: good question. I think they should.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, let's let's cool. jump in.
1: All right. You, uh, you want to start? You want me to start? We. I, sure. I think we have overlap on some of them, but
0: we definitely do. But I think I have more than you this week, so I will start. I guess. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> this film, I had a big cinema week this week uh i watched three films at the cinema which is very <laughs> unique for me uh i am tired because of it takes a lot out like it just you don't think it does like oh, how hard is it to sit down and watch I me mean, it's you got to go there you have to eat the popcorn <laughs> <laughs> you have to I love you have to eat the popcorn well, yeah. There's somebody to, next uh, to you, gun to your head. Like, finish that bowl. You, you have to put the M and M's in the popcorn, <laughs> um, oh, and man. that is how my diet works. <laughs> Fair enough. No. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Uh,
1: you, you went to the cinema long. A lot of movies to this week um, takes a lot out of you.
0: Yeah.
1: Tired. And then? And then we got caught on a tangent about popcorn and m and uh, All
0: right, fine. I don't
1: even know what movie you're talking <laughs> about. So
0: <laughs> Great. Cool. So if you're part of the Ruby Tuesday, you know I review a lot of anime. Um, mm-hmm. Because I love it. I love the world. I love what you can do. There's a lot of what you can do in anime movies that you can't do in live action. just doesn't translate the same way. You can make things look realistic in anime that if you translate that to Um, live action it just looks like a cg fest and just doesn't work that's kind of the reason why one of the reasons why i love anime um so there was this animated film that came to that was showing at the cinema had heard nothing about it had nobody talking about it i tried to look it up on imdb nothing (laughs) i did research i was like what is this movie (laughs) so i took the chance i was like you know what I love anime. Let's let's go give it. And I was like, oh, wait, this is an anime. Or technically, it's, it's animated, but it's actually a Chinese animated movie. So therefore, it's called something else that I'm not going to try and pronounce because people will be angry. So let's call it a Chinese animated movie. It's called The Storm. And in my review, the best way for me to describe it is Studio Ghibli meets um, Chinese animation style. There's a animated series that's from china on netflix called scissors seven just to give you an example of the style that you look at you combine that and that's what you get Yeah, it's very similar story rise to spirited away but obviously it's culture specific mm-hmm. and i still don't know really to tell you what happened <laughs> like it, it, it is a fairly confusing story you you come out going yeah that was awesome, but <laughs> okay so the, how do I explain it okay so there's a there's a there's a guy that takes on a kid that's homeless uh, he basically becomes his kid's surrogate father there's a boat that is pushed on the water by jelly eels. Let's call them spiritual jelly eels. They they squishy, white, and. Whitens. Huh? Did the you jellicles? say genitals? What? No, jellicles. Jellicles. Angelicals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it's very much steeped in the spiritual law. It's like okay. as if spirits and humans are just living in the world together. That's normal. Uh, so it's not in the not in the, in the world. We know it's in, like, the Spirited Away world. The creature creations that you get in here, yeah, that is the reason why I'm saying it looks so similar to um, some of what you see in Spirited Away, even the shot selection, that kind of thing, the color palette. But what makes this so unique is how they show their action with the style that they have, which is why I like Scissor 7 so much. The angular... Uh, I'm not, they're, they're, it's they're not, like, directly angular, but it's, like, more straighter characters. They seem defined when they move. They're, you're seeing the movements go left and right with, like, a fluidity to them. And so mm-hmm. when you add in the vibrancy of the world that we're living in, so the most of the, the film is set in a, a dilapidated old um, town, or uh, wooden structures very much lush with greenery and shrubbery in amongst this big river with water. Water is done beautifully. There's a, a rain mm. sequence with like this splashing that I was just so amazed. I was like, I can't tell which bits is real or not, like which is mm. which is not real. I was like, "Is it real? Did they take? that they meld Like, and and I know it was animation, but it was just it was so beautiful to watch. Now yeah, moments like that are that are great. The only issue I really had with the film was that some of the language uh, they spoke really quickly. So the the Chinese subtitles I was reading really fast, um, and then I, sometimes I just ignored the subtitles and rather watch the visuals because I didn't want to miss the visuals because of some of the dialogue. That was only an issue for a little while. For the most part, it it was more a story that was visually told. Mm. There were some moments that, that were dumping exposition, like uh, trying to catch up the audience with the law of what has happened already, which I appreciated. So I didn't mind so much because I was like, I really need to understand what's happening in the story. So they gave us this... Um, the background as to why this this huge Noah's Ark-type ship is here bringing about these spirits that are affecting the land and how this other group like these soldiers are seemingly the good guys to take out these spirits. But then you realize it's so much more complicated than that. There's a lot of changing of humans getting affected by these spirits and they become more mushy, gelatin eel things. And so you can get affected and bitten, and once you become that, you become part of them. It's all very symbiotic. So it all kind of plays into each other. So you you kind of know who you're rooting for until you're like, but you guys seem like you're the bad guys. Like, what is it? And I think Mm -hmm. it's a very political story if you know what it represents but if you're from a outside culture for you, for for someone like me this just comes off as an amazing adventure that um the animation was just i was like dude summer studio ghibli wishes it was this good like yeah it was awesome yeah
1: well i'm looking at some images and i want to make sure i'm looking at the right one really <laughs> was there a kid that had like a half he's a wearing that type of thing. yeah like yeah. a
0: coconut that's he's like protective armor gear and it actually comically does protect him uh in one part of the film which i, I thought was was okay. great yeah
1: nice yeah when you when you told me you had watched this i'm like i i looked it up and i'm like i don't i can't i can't find, find it. it i don't even know what this yeah. is you know did I went you manage to, to find it now and, um not on IMDb. Not IMDb. Um, there are some reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. There's, some, um, <laughs> there's a trailer or two on uh, YouTube. There's a, um, a couple images from this place called Cartoon Brew.
0: Right. So to find it on IMDb, in case you want to find the film and look at for yourself, like where it's showing, look up the director, who's uh, Busifan, B-U-S-I-F-N. If you uh. look up the director, Busifan, then he comes up um, as a different name, as they often do, because I'm guessing it's the translation. Um, so that is Xi is <laughs> Gang Yang. And Zai okay. Gang Yang, you can look up on IMDb. <laughs> See what I meant? Like, it's. I feel so sad because I feel like a lot of people just aren't gonna find this film. Well, it was this is not
1: playing by me at all. Like, yeah, anywhere around. So that's.
0: And I was I was so lucky that it came to my cinema. I was just like, because we don't get films like this. So anyway, if you look up Zai Gang Yang, the original title is Da You, but that was like the title for his original film it's very confused i think something has gone gotten lost in translation Yeah. i really do yeah um which is why there's like no there isn't even a synopsis for the film on imdb once you find it
1: yeah so, there's no, there's nothing i mean there's no it's no outside of the writer director being the same guy yeah that's yeah.
0: well and i'm that's, glad that it and it's at the cinema that that's what i mean it's like that's <clears throat> It's past its, you know, publishing time. The marketing team is just on. Well,
1: (sighs) and and what's surprising is that it's not. um, What am I trying to say? Yeah, that they're not. They're not publicizing it at all, because like the wandering earth and then the wandering earth Mm. Two. like, I didn't see any advertisements for it, but I saw it on the listings of the theaters, you know, and uh, and then obviously word of mouth um which I'm so glad for but this I guess this is what it's gonna have to be, but it's not in the u s at least in California, Northern California where I'm at there is there is no way to watch this yet so, <laughs> great and the the poster is
0: beautiful yeah that's representative of, of the film that's what the film looks like yeah
1: yeah if if we get more stuff like this i don't think we're gonna see anything at pixar in any of the awards ceremonies because they're gonna have to up their game massively
0: yeah i agree which i
1: think they need to so need anyway that, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a side
0: <laughs> so anyway if you see this film and you're a fan of animated films and it's like happens to be showing near yeah, you like get to that because it's it's going to be there and gone yeah okay yeah, yeah
1: that phew.
0: all right nice Okay, cool. So Uh, what's, what's on your list?
1: Well, Sundance, uh, on the online version portion (laughs) has been going on. It started on Thursday. Um, Friday, I watched five movies, dude. (laughs) Yeah, we bought, uh, my wife and I bought 14 movies. Uh, tickets to 14 movies Holy crap man um, <laughs> yeah so i have i have i watched two on thursday five on friday i have seven left you watch five um, movies cheese yeah yeah well and i have to, here's the thing though i have to get through them by ten fifty five p.m sunday night because oh, because they old time expires yeah, yeah okay so uh yeah so anyway i've got i've got a bunch <laughs> to watch but I just want to briefly touch on one that I saw because some of them I've really enjoyed and some of them have been, like one of them actually pissed my wife off because it was just, it was, and it was the one, one of them that she really wanted to watch. Right. It was was terrible. It was just done. It was like, how did
0: you get to Sundance sort of thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And actually, if you want to hear more about that um that's going to be on my list of the worst thing i watched this oh, week. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah, i'm excited so, about that, okay.
1: So that'll be in the audio section. But i want to talk about an austrian film uh okay. just briefly because yep. obviously i have no idea when this is going to come out or anything else. But Was it's it called Vinny Vidi Vini, Vini, Vici.
0: Oh, Viny so, Vidi Vici. Like, yeah. like, like know, the name. i, came, Vini, I saw. Vini. I
1: conquered. Yeah. Um so this is a drama and a dark comedy, but it's way more on the dark side than on the comedy. The quick synopsis that's on um, IMDb is the Maynards and their children lead an almost perfect billionaire family life. Amon is a passionate hunter, but doesn't shoot animals as the family's wealth allows them to totally live free from consequences. So you kind of know where this is going to go just right off the bat. And the opening sequence um, takes away that mystique. Because the within the first couple of minutes, we, we see what this family does because they're ultra rich. There are, um, there's some weird sounds that happen in this. Like the score is bizarre. Like you hear this, this repeating type of drum, like throughout the entire movie, not nonstop, but it would just at key points, like it's trying to accent something, you know, kind of like when a jump scare happens where it goes, whoop. You know, Mm. right right before, you know, the, the score zooms up, um, something like that. And then you have some like odd vocalizations too, where people are going, bop, 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 bop. Very weird. Okay. But the content, um, that was distracting for me, honestly, that part of it. But the, the drama and the story is intriguing because you are watching these people who, They function like not even outside of the law or above the law, just without any regard for anything, because they are so rich that they just don't care. And the acting is, is great because (laughs) these characters, you, I mean, you, you hate them because of their actions but then also if you look at some of their internal actions like this dude the main character amon he's a massive family guy like he he loves his family loves his family above the wealth and you watch him be this great dad to his kids and Mm. so it's very confusing emotionally um the thing that i that really caught me is uh with these online screenings from sundance you typically get a small little interview before the film starts with the director. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so, yeah. So so you get to hear more of their insight or whatever. And when this one was directed um, by two people, Daniel Hosel and Julia Neiman, and they're together. Now, they barely talked about the film. There was more of like, hey, thanks for, you know, watching this. We hope that you enjoy the, you know, the commentary that's within it or whatever. And, um, and then one of them said... Um, and I can't, I wish we were all, oh, I wish we were there in person to see your reaction, um, at the end. And, uh, one of them said that and the other one kind of smirked and looked at him and went, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, what's going on? What's going to happen at you, the end? Yeah. It is, um, there are some abrupt things that happen in the movie and it's, it's not going to be for everybody. It's, uh, it's in German. Uh, because it takes place in Austria. The the characters are complex, even mm. though they're not like they sound like they could be almost one dimensional because you just have rich people who do whatever the crap they want. Yeah. You know, um, there are opportunities to have more character development that they don't go into because it's a relatively short movie, it's under 90 minutes. Um, but. For the message that it's given, for the critique that it's bringing, and then for the performances that we get, and how just, like I said, emotionally confusing they are, yeah, it it's definitely one to experience. I don't know how how much you would go back to it. You know what I mean? because it's once you've seen it, I mean, maybe you would once just to kind of, okay, now I know how everything's going. Uh, let me rewatch because there's some, some moments in this that I want to f- better understand. Mm. Um, but outside of that, you know, it's, it, yeah, it was fun. So I don't know. My guess is at some point you're going to find it on Netflix or, um, prime. Oh, one of the, those. Those are okay. probably the ones that'll snap it up, yeah. uh, first. Um, but
0: yeah, Vinnie Vivi Vici. I wonder if there's a couple of guys with cards. One representative from Amazon, one from Netflix, and they're like, Bye. 220, 230, 240.
1: <laughs> well, I, the movie, one of the movies that I have on my, um, that I still have to watch, comes mm-hmm. out on Hulu already in like two weeks. Holy crap. So they've man. already bought it. So yeah. I was like, wow, that's.
0: Okay. Yeah. Holy crap, Batman. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. I tried what to you buy a next? couple of oh. uh, mm-hmm. films. For the online version of Sundance, and it just does—it doesn't come up with anything. Like, there's oh, nothing. Oh, there.
1: really? Because they—they yeah. have in their in their verbiage like some are available internationally.
0: Yeah, and I tried, but nothing. Yeah, no. So I was like, mm. wait, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, so the one I'm going to talk about now isn't necessarily a good film.
1: Okay, good. good.
0: <laughs> but right. it is in the best thing I watched this week because I enjoyed it so much.
1: Hey, that's all that matters
0: Yeah. then. Uh, I saw some... (laughs) I I was nothing but positive in this review, except for saying that it's definitely Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick mashed together if Bollywood did a Top Gun and Maverick film with music videos. And the only negative thing I said about this film was that the flying was better in Maverick. And if you've seen Maverick and you understand what Tom Cruise did to make that film, then you would understand and be okay with that. But if you're one of those people that thinks that anything your country does is better than another country's and you can't see past your own culture, then Mm. jog on. Uh, (laughs) That's what I have to say about this. Because The Fighter came out And this is the one where I was talking about had an intermission. Yeah. It is so cheesy. Um, The guys have abs on their abs. Nice. Yeah. They're like super, super good looking. And you get a lot of time to see them. Um, Good looking because you think Zack Snyder knows slow-mo? No, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um but and this really is also the story of top gun and top gun maverick put together i'm not even joking about that that it's it's and because it's like three hours long it has time to put both of those stories in together because let's be honest both of the top gun stories are pretty basic and very similar to each other and this one takes the best of all of that does the slow-mo hero walks a lot um it does the mtv music videos a lot oh,
1: the dance numbers and yeah the, the dance the numbers and, yeah
0: uh, well, okay. i kind of liked how they did one of them here so it's like a love story these two main protagonists are falling in love with the prettiest people are falling in love with each other um and they're gazing at each other they're on they're on a the train and then the, the music video happens and they've had a number of outfit changes and they're dancing and they're in the pool this is a whole love story and then they come back as if it was the glance that they had experienced all that and then they're back into the train and i was like oh that kind oh, that's of works cool. yeah and i was like that's <laughs> a clever way to do it like because so many times i've seen where they just take you out of it yeah <laughs> and i'm like what but this film is unapologetically knowing what it is. So the cheese, the dialogue lines, the the moments that it's so patriotic where they're waving the country's flag. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You can't be mad at about it because America and the UK have been doing that for years. They've just oh, stayed yeah. in that 90s action. And they were like, we like it when we know who our heroes are. We know who our bad guys are. We want escapism. Our life sucks normally on earth so we're gonna make this the best possible time the heroes are overpowered and the evil villains are just where I'm evil like Skeletor yeah. and uh, off you go and so I watched it I was the only only white dude in the in the audience and um, when I when I arrived at the cinema I was the only one there uh, oh, wow. I was 10 minutes earlier okay but that's just me being my anxious self getting there early. You were only like, 10 minutes early? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they <laughs> and and no one was there. Yeah. Wow. And I okay. thought,
0: oh no, that's sad for this film. By the time yeah. the ads had gone through like 10, 15 minutes, it was halfway full. So, so, so like, everybody arrived, and I was the only white guy. It, it was a, a range of uh, Indian age group. So, it was like young teen to like probably 60, 70. Um, and then when the film started and they started seeing the actors there was like whoop and <laughs> and then there was like non-apologetically filming for like 10 15 seconds like the sequences like of the, the dancing or whatever yeah. all the title and you know what i didn't care i wasn't upset because they were so enjoying Celebrating this film, their culture being represented as film, i was I was in it with them, man. <laughs> that's so great. see, that's the kind like I've loved it when I've
1: seen some Indian movies, and I have an audience with me, yeah, because it you get the the excitement and everything. you know, I mean, it's it's for me, it becomes a cultural experience because yeah, exactly you know that. it's something outside of what I'm normally used to, which I love. Mm. Uh, when I watch them when it's just me in the theater. Like the movie may be fine but it's just kind of a it's kind of a more of a depressing and lack of you know it's like mm. watching a horror film when when the theater is packed and everybody reacts i mean that community yes, response exactly. and engagement is outstanding so mm-hmm. sorry go ahead
0: yeah no, no, no so that's that's what i i felt I'd, i probably would have given it a lower score had i been the only person mm. but because i could see how much other people were enjoying it what it meant to them I was able to step back from my white self, my forty-year-old bearded man self, and go, oh, "Okay." This is actually this is what the film is. It's doing what it's meant to do. There's a lady that had like recorded the dude in slow mo as he's like all wet and he's got it. She caught it, and then I could literally see her tweeting. Check out what's his face from. And I was like, that's hilarious. She's like, <laughs> that's Woo-hoo!
1: so good. Or well, remember what was it? Was it Pathan? When we you were yeah. like some lady next to me was like ooh, and yeah. it happened to me also. Like really, <laughs> there were some people who they were like ooh, and like. That, okay fair uh, enough. Like, yeah he's fair ripped, enough, so okay yeah
0: i mean like dude you, you work for that body you might as well get the <laughs> yeah. praise for it say so.
1: exactly yeah well and going through um just looking at imdb i mean i definitely um like some of these people look familiar like anil kapoor um, oh we I've defi- we've in, definitely s-
0: yeah anil kapoor you know, uh yeah.
1: deep deepica deep Padukone. Yeah, mm, definitely I, seen her. I, I'm sorry, I messed up that name, <laughs> and I'm sure some other ones too that you know that. So, if I,
0: so at uh, Deepika, Kup, Deep who you just mentioned, was in Jo uh, Jawan and Pathan,
1: and Pathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's cool. So it was it was a fun experience. It was that's what you're. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, how long do you think the movie would be if they didn't have all the slow mo? <laughs>
0: three minutes i mean it's it's not it's not that bad but it's almost every shot seriously it's, it's a lot of slow-mo yeah
1: well i saw the the trailer playing a few times and there are a couple of like awesome ones where you have this uh, fighter jet flying in between two helicopters so and it good. slows down for a second yeah, to see yeah. that that is a great use of slow-mo yeah
0: when you use it sparingly you know I mean, what i mean that's what to see the, some of these when they do use it especially in the fighting sequences is great I just don't know that i believe that it and i'm I'm pretty sure that it wasn't them like i don't know that's real like we probably have the shots of the of the the pilots flying the planes that might be real but the actors they're probably in the green screen rig uh in a shell gotcha yeah yeah although there's a lot of thanks to the various um pilots and like oh. in the movies, so I don't know, but it had a feeling of green screen to it in part of it. Okay. I just didn't get that same sort of oomph that I got from, like, say, IMAX cameras inside the cockpit uh, of a yeah. plane, yeah. like Maverick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I saw a dude without a shirt on. Wow, he was ripped. I told you. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, abs, abs on abs. <laughs> yeah, that was. Okay. Yeah, oh, Good for you, dude. Make me I, feel
0: bad. Yeah. I like donuts too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I like the one shape round.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. You ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. This this might surprise you. I don't know because it's on my list. Um, And we're moving from uh, one airplane thing to another airplane thing. Mm. Apple's Masters of the air.
0: Oh, this does um, surprise me. Okay. Uh, I didn't, yeah, think no, you, I didn't you, I, dislike I this. Oh, okay.
1: okay. I just... I had issues with it. Um, we're not going to do spoilers because obviously only the first two episodes are out, and we have mm. seen the entire series. So, yeah. um, I, there are some there are some fight dog fight scenes towards the end of the series. Holy crap!
0: So brutal, I mean, just chaotic. How do you even know what? That's what I thought. How do you know who you're shooting? I swear you just shut down your buddy. <laughs> well, and could you imagine having to bail out? Oh, I mean, amongst you would, that, you, you, bailing out was terrifying then, anyway, as they showed us. But, dude, yeah, yeah.
1: I um, I grew to like and be connected with several of the characters mm. over the course of the show. Okay, um, but at the beginning, I was really struggling like mm, i can understand for that. me the the emotional investment in some of the sequences especially in the first episode or two mm. had to do with the tension of the circumstances yeah not because i was concerned not because about you were
0: concerned people. about the yeah i get that yeah i think i look for in acting i look for um especially when there's not a lot of uh, dialogue or flashbacks or anything like that to grow the characters I look Mm -hmm. for like the understated meaning of like Mm -hmm. what does this mean why is he acting like that and that's what I take from I don't know whether it's because I've, I've grown up with, like, a wife that's slightly autistic and a son that is autistic. I, I read specifically into mannerisms of people. And so I maybe sometimes get more out of what the actor is even giving. Maybe I'm reading stuff that isn't there. I was like, dude, that was such an emotional moment. And it's just, I just said hi. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> that's possible. Yeah, I, like, I,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the film. I are the the series. the series. I mean, I did. Yeah. It was, it was. Um, I don't think it was a masterpiece like you thought, but that's How okay. Dare you. <laughs> I know, I know. But I did have, I did have fun with it. I thought mm. that, you know, the um, as we move along, the way that they um, they show the the stress is not necessarily the right word, but just the the oppressive uh, sadness that mm. that encompasses these pilots and these these um well the whole bombing group yeah because once they realize first off that wait we're going on another mission on the exact same thing yeah. tomorrow what's go- yeah what you know these types of things and then when they learn more yeah you're like w-? and some of them i mean some of them speak out every you know or they have yeah. these emotional breakdown moments and you're like yeah that makes sense i wait. i
0: there's moments in the series where you, you get because so many of them have died uh, and that's not a spoiler. It just happens. So they get yeah. more recruits and they can't bring themselves to get emotionally attached to the recruits because they know they won't be around for very long. And that was very real. I thought it's like, damn, that's very true. Cause they, like one, ki- one kid says like, yeah, we're up there in a tank. And the other guy was like, it's not a tank. It's a tin can. And, yeah, well, and, the and, series and not does wrong. A,
1: no, the series does a great job of showing that. Yeah. You know, you there's a couple of times where they're examining the planes when they return from a mission. Mm-hmm. And no joke, I'm like, how in the world was that even
0: in the air? How, how, how was did, it together in like a it, yeah, <laughs> shape?
1: <laughs> yeah, because they're going, you know, hundred a couple hundred miles an hour in the air or whatever. And mm. how did that hold on to itself? It was just, it... Yeah, so it was, and I didn't mention this. Mm. I don't know if you mentioned this either. Maybe you did. The score. Score, oh my gosh, dude, the theme. The, the
0: musical score. That theme song. That theme is haunting. It's beautiful. Dude, yeah. It,
1: it, that is just as great as uh, the Band of Brothers one. I mean, yeah. I'm like, oh, just like normally- to get because we we watch so much. I if i give given the option, I will skip the intros. Yeah, you know, like you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. To yeah, get yeah, back yeah. to the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Especially after I've seen it once. This yeah. one, no, 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 I have no interest oh. in doing that. As it crescendos
0: into that end, like the horns that they're using, <sighs> dude. I'm just like that's emotional. Like I get what he's saying with that music. Yeah, patriotic, but also like it encompasses everything. like when you can speak. With music, it's like there's a dialogue there. That's incredible. Very well done.
1: Yeah, it was transcending like nationalism type of thing, and it was yeah. really speaking to the the yeah. camaraderie of the characters. You yeah. know, and that's
0: music. Yeah. So I really, I really loved it. This was in my um, the best thing. Obviously, if you see my review, you know that I loved it. I have had a mixed response of people, mm-hmm. which is good. I think it's good because people like different things. Um, I specifically asked ladies whether they liked yeah. Band of Brothers and um, the Pacific because it's a very manly thing to like, yeah, war. Because m- m- in World War Two, it was men that went to war, and if you saw a they were either the ones that like looking pretty or the nurses, which is like really important. Or you know, um, so we take for granted that women also enjoy war stories. So I th- I thought it would be very interesting to see who. And I did get a few comments of like women that love mm-hmm. the Panda Brothers and the war stuff. So that was a really interesting kind of moment, um, reflection that, you know, the culture, something I don't normally think about. And then the other kind of negative, and I didn't really think about this at the time, but f- when I watch this, I watch it as a reflection of what happened, not necessarily like a documentary. I know yes. a lot of this is skewed, but some people watch this stuff. And they take it as like, ah, oh, they've messed up my history. There's a, there was a few comments, There's one in particular. So the Battle of Britain was won by the British-Canadian-Polish fighters, and there were escorts to the, uh, the Americans, never shown. This is just more, America's are uh, the greatest bullshit. The amount of allies that did previous to Ameri- Americans involvement quintupled America's casualties. And to make matters worse, the Americans could have saved so many lives by flying at night. They were reckless and foolish and often missed entire missions by a country mile. This show is barely historically accurate. And to be honest, Memphis Belle had more believable cinematography. Uh, And by the way, an airman showed air sickness was immediately washed out of flight school. So that also wouldn't have happened. This is anything but a masterpiece, and I think it's high time the uh, Americans engage with reality. You helped speed up the fall of Germany. You didn't save anyone. The real fighting was already done for the second time. It could be right. But also, this is a fictional story about a time of stuff that did happen. They took an element of the reality. Also, I don't think you know for sure. uh, Saying things like, um, when you throw up, you get kicked out. I don't think that would have been for everybody. If you had favor with someone and you were really good at your job, they may have like, okay, I like this person's equities, I'm hoping. And he himself said that he overcame it. Um, It just happened to be bad that time so like i think he there are also
1: things he also said that he had hidden it oh uh, yeah in that specific i mean he yeah. was like the the people were surprised
0: hmm.
1: by it because he it was like it, how is he, he here yeah yeah exactly exactly so I, I mean i i can understand the nitpicks and stuff like that that sure and if it bothers you that it's not absolutely historically accurate fine fair enough especially but don't keep I watching think it you, then yeah yeah. I mean I like when you when you think of Band of Brothers, it had it was based on on the book and then um supplemented by interviews and retellings from the people that were actually there and involved. You know, so a lot of the characters that we watch in Band of Brothers mm. that they, they got to tell their story and they got to provide feedback, which I think added so much more weight to what we saw in here. I didn't, I didn't get it as, um, so much yay America because I'm not yay America. Mm. Um, I, I just saw it as a dramatization of a snippet of things that happened. You know what I mean? We're watching it from one base the exactly. in there. But also
0: that comment is is taking its viewpoint from two episodes. And you and I have had this perspective of watching, have had watched all nine, and we know there's much is, more to the story. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I did notice that with a lot of the comments, too. I mean, like, people were like, this is, you know, it's terrible or whatever. And I, you know what? Honestly, the first episode, I did not enjoy very much. Mm, it I remember was you a saying. mess. Yeah. Yeah. It was, It everything is, like, thrown at us. It Things... Mm. Like I said, you know, this one thing is set up as a flashback, but it's not a flashback. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what? I, I'm, where I'm am confused. I? Wait a Which minute. timeout time here. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And so, okay, fair enough. You know, I think by the end of episode two, it had it had found its footing and it kind of knew where it was going. And then from there, we get. We get more character development. We get mm-hmm. more introductions and in depth with and time with some of these characters. I still think it's rushed in a lot of spots. You know mm. what I mean? It's lacking in in. I said it needed that extra
0: episode. Yeah. It, yeah. That ten.
1: <laughs> well, and I think I always think back to to Band of Brothers. Like I had HBO. They they aired both um, the first two episodes together. Also. Right. Had they only shown that first episode where they're just at Kurahi in mm. basic training, I don't think people would have watched beyond that.
0: Interesting. Because yeah.
1: it was it was massively character building, mm. but not story building. Like we right. did, great, why am I getting these? And then we get to watch them like go and there's like, holy crap, okay, this is, you know, now I'm in it. And so you needed all of that time, that that is slow, to give us this context. Who do we like? Who are these players? Why are they important? You know, and where are they going to rise? And are we, so
0: anyway, I reckon there's going to be a massive resurgence of the Band of Brothers now.
1: I, I watch it at least once a year, hmm. uh, except for the episode "Why We Fight." I cannot watch that episode again. It's That's the one where they depressing. come upon the. Um, the the um the concentration camp right i mean it's 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 a very important portion of the story um <laughs> yeah but Sorry. i can't I, do that to I, myself am um,
0: yeah i've gone oh. to sleep <laughs> <laughs> for,
1: for those on the audio ruben's camera stopped and he just happened to be blinking at that moment and so literally ruben's like, he has Fallen asleep Shut as I'm up, talking Chris, to him. I'm going to sleep.
0: <laughs> All right. Your time is up. You're boring. <laughs> yeah, you're boring now. Thanks. I'm going to swap my battery.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, that was great.
0: So, the only reason, why I read that comment, um, because I do think the comment was particularly facetious and miserable, but he also had some points. Like, if, that, if it meant a lot to you, looking at it from different viewpoints, if you thought, like, yeah. this is your history and this is like, maybe you got family and that particular mission like he said that thing about uh you know doing the missions at night uh and we we were not i was like yeah these, that's it's kind of right uh well and it's raised in the, the
1: that it that is, argument itself is that raised argument in the, is
0: raised in the series yeah so yeah yeah
1: yeah that's i that's i think unfortunately for for some shows or that you know, the week to week this is what you run into yeah, um, I think I think Disney has run up against it a lot with their Marvel stuff, yeah. You know, and the Star Wars stuff, and yeah. a lot of it's warranted because it just it is rushed or whatever. Although but
0: that didn't help. Echo did it. They dropped all no, of that. No, it and didn't. It was still period. Yeah.
1: Well, then it was five episodes. <laughs> yeah, you went shorter. What's going on here? Why are, I don't?
0: <laughs> so we've been complaining about the length for ages, and they're like, you know what? Let's make it shorter.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we'll give them to you all at once. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, so. Yeah, I just think, um, you need the whole context of, of the thing as a whole, not just, uh, as a portion of it. Like it mm-hmm. would be like reviewing a movie after the first 20 minutes yeah. and not seeing the rest of how it, you know what I mean? Like the first part of it may be not as engaging, but it picks up and it, it redeems itself a little bit later.
0: There were a few oh. reviewers, uh, critics a while back that would openly out themselves. Like, I watched the first episode and the last episode of the series, and I have to say, I don't think it was very good. It's a bit, a bit drawn out, bit rushed in places, and you're like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? And that's, and, and that's, it's like saying that. Like, I've watched the first 20 minutes of your three hour long film. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's very good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and really, I mean, think about that. This. this is a nine hour film. It is, yeah. Each episode you know, is like... About digit. an hour, yeah. yeah. Well, and the last one's over an hour, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Performances, though. Dude. I... Like... I, yeah, I have to disagree with you about Austin Butler. I didn't I didn't pick up his Elvis bits at all. I want, I want you to Google
1: <laughs> uh, about Austin Butler and Elvis accent. No. I kid you not. There are so many comments and threads and news articles... He actually hired a dialect coach to help break it.
0: Oh, no. I didn't hear it at all. I just oh my gosh, thought that's that was the main was- that, that that's, I spoke.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. If you watch, especially if you watch interviews for him uh, from him from a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then after Elvis.
0: True, because this has been going on for a long time. Uh, this, this has been a struggle to get this series out. So. Yeah.
1: Well, and this is, I mean, this came out after, I mean, obviously after Elvis, and it was done after Elvis. It was, yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah, but it's so funny, it's like, but I haven't seen Elvis, like I just didn't hear Elvis. So that was interesting to me, because if you'd not seen him portray Elvis, then you don't get Elvis. Then you wouldn't associate
1: that with, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that makes sense, totally. Uh, But I did think the performances were amazing, I thought they were really good.
1: I I laughed at Barry Cowan because he um, he felt like some of his other performances in there, which is not a knock to him. It mm. was just he he was kind of not. Silly. Which one's Barry Cowan? He's um. Did you see the Banshees of Inisharan? Yes. He's the um. He's the town oh, idiot. I know who you're talking about. Now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's, yeah. Yeah. He's in Saltburn. Which, but he's oh, intelligent
0: in this one. He wasn't. He wasn't no. in the b- banshees.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that he was stupid or anything. But there were certain um, the mannerisms in, in the oh, way yeah. he no, spoke. I see that. And yeah, I see <laughs> that. Yeah. It was just. It made me laugh. That was the only thing. I mean, I thought. <laughs> I thought a lot of these were really great. I thought, um, what, I can't remember his name, but um, Crosby, the character of Crosby, mm. he like he really grew on me later as the, as the show went along like i began to like him more and we get to see some insight into him i don't necessarily agree with his actions um and some of his decisions but he was
0: I like I no his idea performance. i guess i missed all that
1: you know who he is he's the one with uh who has a has some conversations with bell Powell. he's the one who gets airsick
0: no i mean i don't know what he's been oh. up to yeah um you're talking about his actions. I thought you were talking about the actor in real life. You're talking about his actions in the series. In the right. series. <laughs> We sorry. were so on the wrong wavelength there. Sorry, no. I, in <laughs> no, the series. Sorry, that was me. In the series, <laughs> like, I did this not. This actor has been doing some dodgy stuff, but his acting is great. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I, I have
1: no idea what he's been doing. He mm. wasn't uh, in the first couple episodes of Dairy Girls, though, which was no. awesome.
0: Okay. Anyway, sorry. Cool. Go ahead uh yeah so band brothers was on my list as well so that that or masters great. of the air <laughs> yes masters of the air <laughs> see it's me my brain is gone um oh man this next film i'm talking about is also not on the best thing i watched this week but i'm talking about it because it it could have been it could okay. have been the best thing i watched this week it could okay. have been great it could have been amazing Do you know what I'm going to talk about? <laughs>
1: uh, no, I don't. Okay,
0: no. So this is a film that's not coming out near you f- for a while. I think it's the oh. new horror film um, called oh, Bag oh, yes. Baghead. Uh, it's based on a short film called Baghead by the same okay. director who has managed to make his film into a feature called Baghead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. This is one of those, you know, why not all shorts should be made into features. Uh huh. This, this has that with it, you know, not all shorts need to be features. <laughs> I'm upset because the creature creation, the law is all excellent. Like, it's really interesting. The execution of this film is great. But the story doesn't hold up for a feature-length story. It doesn't go places where it needs to be. There's some lore where this character, the, the bag head, is it like an entity or a demon in a humanoid form. You get to ask it to bring back someone from the dead and you can speak to them for two minutes. As long as the, the it swallows something that you have from that person, like a necklace, uh, a hair, and it, once it swallows that, it almost becomes that person, and mm. you've got two minutes to talk to your loved one. Okay, once the two minutes are up, the demon is then in control, and so it can say anything as your loved one, but it's completely perverted and wrong, Ooh. Uh, uh, which which is great. Like, the law there, but... So last year, we had the, the film uh, with the hand... Oh, it's Talk to Me. Talk to <clears throat> Me. Pretty much the same sort of premise, except it's mm. not a hand; it's a it's a physical body. Um, and so, with talk to me, they had a whole bunch of people do it, right? Yeah. To see, the, they didn't do that in this. What? They had like two people do the thing, and I thought they were going to set it up. They did set it up to do. I expected because they went. There's this young girl that inherits this house where this person is as part of it and she kind of signs her she is now the the guardian protector of this thing it's her responsibility mm. to keep it from being in the outside world that's kind oh, of the story around. and <laughs> all the rules yeah you don't want that um and she needs money and sh- her dad had charged lots of money for people to come and see this thing to say goodbye to a loved one that perhaps died too early or you needed to know something you know, where did you put the key to the safe? I need yeah. to pay for the that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a yeah. huge, there's a huge storyline that you could have done with that. They don't do it. It's just like, it, I was like, the place that was obvious, it's like the checkmate move that's obvious to go, that just didn't go there. I'm not, I'm going to take his pawn instead of taking his queen. It's just a really weird. So all the acting and uh, the way it's filmed, I talked about the color palette of black. There's some lenses in uh, films today that film black. They're so black, you don't even see the grain, Mm. uh, which makes it more airy. So when you see the character that's illuminated with a light bulb or something, it's so much more, like, vibrant or scary, atmospheric. When you see someone walk past the background, it's so much creepier. When they do that, yeah, it works well. So, you know, in Hereditary, when you see her walking on the... And or everybody she's up just, in the corner first. Oh just my god! There and then just watch. walks. Th- that kind of happens here. Yeah. And then th- there is also yeah. like, because because it's spiritually, they can do whatever they want, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, which is unfair. Th- there's rules, man. <laughs> 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 That's when this works well. But then there's like four different jump scares as well. Loud music, big in oh. your face. Oh. Da- mm-hmm. And I'm like, piss off! That's like, you may have scared me. Just because it was loud and in my face, that's yeah. not real fear. That's just forced yeah. fear, and I hate that. So that's one negativity. But then the mm-hmm. way it ends, where they go, it just—it feels like a Stephen King ending. There's another thing I said in my review. Uh, it feels like you got to the end. You know what we'll do? We'll do it. this. You'll never see this coming. And to be honest, I didn't because no. I didn't think they'd go there. <laughs> no. But I was, was like, it uh, the right choice? I don't. No, I don't. I don't okay. like it. Hmm. Mm. I. Like you're talking about, just feels like a missed opportunity.
1: Well, yeah, like you talk about the how one of the owners had used it as like a marketing ploy, really, to drum up business for that. You can do that, like to show more of that in in very quick succession. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could
0: also do that, like in showing why she won't do it, or like the consequences of that. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been a perfect montage. Because then, yeah, you, you speed that
1: up and you know, the whole them, however they shut it off at two minutes, you know mm. what I mean? Or whatever. And like they um, the people. bag over the mm. head, which is why oh. it's called bag head. Mm. Okay. So like, you know, to do that to, and, and you edge yourself closer and closer and then somebody, you know, stays longer and you get to see a little bit of that, but it doesn't yeah. have the effect yet yeah. of, um, ah, oh, see that's. That's unfortunate. I'm curious about the short. You didn't. You didn't see the. I short, haven't did seen
0: you? the short, but I kind of want to see it because I'm wondering if the short is better because it's contained.
1: That well, you know, I saw this movie called The Jester a couple mm. months ago, and it was based off a short, mm. and the the movie felt kind of like that. Like it was, it was too drawn out for mm. the idea that they had, and for you know, but. But you could see where it was effective. Yeah. So, hmm, okay. I I don't even know when this is supposed to come out in the U.S. I don't even see
0: it. This is it. another one of those movies that, you know, when we say what we're looking forward to, it wasn't even on my radar. And I looked and it wasn't on, like, Saint was coming out. And then here it is. I was like, really? Oh, okay, fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's hitting a lot of countries uh, February 22nd. Okay. Hmm. Uh-huh but and then in, in you know or even in the beginning of february so i don't know that's weird okay yeah but no us date that i see mm. so
0: mm. okay
1: you good to move okay.
0: on yeah let's move on
1: okay this one uh this might be on your list also um I, it's on my list because of the fun that i had with it mm. not necessarily how Memorable or spectacular, I thought the story was okay, but it's it's Netflix's uh Badland Hunters.
0: All right, it wasn't on my list,
1: but yeah, okay. So yeah. we've got Don Lee, you know, Gilgamesh from the Eternals, he was in Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in a, a series of movies. The
0: um, I have the r- them rundown. ready to watch, yeah, I'm gonna uh, be yeah, watching them. This I want to see them too, I want to yeah. see them, yeah.
1: He's also in that movie that we just recently watched, Of uh, the something about the gangster uh the gangster the cop and the serial killer oh, yeah. yeah or yeah. something like that whatever that was um so this the reason that i enjoyed the reasons that i enjoy this film
0: mm.
1: are the action
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the comedy
0: yes the
1: comedy is unexpected yeah. um and it's like probably you
0: probably the- wouldn't be on your list if the comedy wasn't in this movie
1: oh no no, yeah. I mean because the action was fun, but yeah, it was good. just action. It yeah. was I mean, I, I enjoyed watching big hulking Don Lee punch Move. people so quick. and them fly. Oh, flipping I egg. Mean, feet, uh,
0: feet like just, you, <laughs> you can't take it seriously because like even when he uses a shotgun, the person flies like thirty oh, meters and you're like that's not what shotgun does. <laughs> but no, I but love the what fact it does get... in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a fart through the door. And yeah. its just like ser- th- okay cool that was that was fun that's all Fine. it was it was yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly that's what i so i was enjoying those things i mean he's he's walking through questioning people and when they don't have the answer or they don't know or he <laughs> even believes he doesn't even get, let them answer he's like you don't know and he does something to i mean i was laughing about that because it was just it understood the assignment of giving us some comedic moments yeah <laughs> exactly through this and then the one scene um where, where he's reaching for something. Oh dude, gosh, I how relatable is so, that? So relatable. I, I saw also, myself- Because he's dude, a big
0: dude as well.
1: Yeah, it, you don't have the, the range reach, of motion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's such a serious moment. It's a badass <laughs> moment. And it's like, a <laughs> oh crap, I can't.
1: And it <laughs> and it didn't break the tension or the excitement of the scene
0: though. No. It it kept it going. I wanna um, know who decided to put that. Was that originally in the script or was that actually he couldn't he reach it, that in- <laughs> so they just kept it in and it just elevated it so much more.
1: Yeah. See those were the those were the things where like, okay, this is great. Um <laughs> the story itself I think is forgettable. Um it's not there's nothing. It in is, this, but I wouldn't have
0: wanted more from it. Like it the A to B of the story, you're going to rescue someone and you're gonna save the day, hear the hero, stop the mad scientist from doing like is there more of a story that you could have had from this
1: i think i think by building up the relationship the past of donley and the girl
0: oh you could have yeah i suppose we could you know, know what a i mean bit more like of their time there in, there was a yeah.
1: there was a respect there a care you could tell that he cared for her like a daughter yes he felt huge respect for the grandmother mm. she looked up to him and the grandmother was like thankful And, you know, just grateful for, to him. So there's, there's a past there that we don't really get. Um, and so that would have made it more of a reason. I mean, you can get behind, Hey, a innocent girl has been kidnapped. Yeah. And now somebody's going to go get her fine. You know what? That makes sense. That's you make him the hero instantly just by doing that because, you know, she didn't, you know, so it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a terrible story it just wasn't memorable for me it was just kind of i, don't know, I think
0: gave me enough like i liked the kid that wanted to be the hero but wasn't quite oh, just yet him. like he, he yeah. was growing into being a hero yes. i love the woman that was in love with gilgamesh that uh i don't know whether she <laughs> was old lady a, like an old crone <laughs> but you know he gives her a snake and the way she handles that snake eyes is cracking up well and then him
1: referencing it later to be like what was that what was that about
0: (laughs) or like the wine it's just there are moments in this that were funny that just really helped yeah
1: oh i see i totally agree i agree with with those i like i loved those moments Mm. um but seriously like from a from a plot perspective
0: it's thin super thin yeah yeah. Mm.
1: yeah So, But the the action and the comedy
0: are the reason to watch I was just like, he hits so hard. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. And some of it. And see, I didn't watch the trailer going into this. yeah. So there were moments that I was disappointed that they showed in the trailer because they they surprised me. Because you have people that have a certain ability. Hmm. And like for me, that was a complete surprise. And then afterwards when I saw the trailer, I was like, really, why would you show that? Mm. so it's like kind anyway. of showing
0: this season on here are all the best <laughs> moments
1: <laughs> exactly yes so i've seen the show thank you
0: <laughs> yeah thanks for that <laughs> so anyway uh, okay we carry on? so
1: badland hunters yeah go for it
0: mm, okay um he-man but actually it's called masters of the universe uh, revolution so this takes place after revelation uh, and we all know how well revelation was received by a lot of the fans
1: That's why I didn't review it.
0: Do you remember the comments, Chris? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I do. I just that's why I didn't engage this time because I just I. Okay. Mentally, I couldn't do that to myself. There's been a
0: miracle in the zeitgeist of the the, the fans. Most of my comments, I would say 75 percent are positive. Are Everybody going, I wasn't really a fan of Revelation, but this this is great. And even the ones that are still not on board with this one are very much um, silenced by the positivity that this these five mm. episodes have gotten. Uh, I'm, I'm like, okay, cool, you guys, and you like it now. Um, I always liked it, so I was trendy first. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> for me, curve. this season was just a celebration of all things human and that's what i liked. Mm. my only negativity was just because it's five episodes it feels rushed in places there's some storylines that i think we could have had more but i also wonder if we did have more whether it would felt drawn out um so i think they did the right thing i also read somewhere that this is kevin smith's last like foray into it which is sad Mm. because now that it's like positive he could have probably done more with it um and the end leaves us with two end credit sequences that lead us into places like, oh, we're going there for the next storyline. Awesome. So we definitely want more. So I don't know if it's them just seeing gauging that they could possibly do more if at least the fans now love it, which it does seem like the positivity towards this is much, much better. Animation story wise, we get a lot more of He-Man. I think that's what people were upset about is that in. The previous one there was it's called masters of the universe it's not called he-man so it's exactly all of the characters there was the lesbian relationship with tila which was kind of a lesbian there not really even going there it was just a bit um yeah. and people didn't like that there's less of that so i wonder if he pulled back some of those revolutionary storylines which is why he called revolution um some people don't like mark hamill's voice acting for skeletor i th- dude Do rocks a skeletor like i i yeah. i don't get it i mean i understand some of the complaints is like he just sounds like he's um joker joker mm-hmm. and it's like yeah he kind of does but i think it really works for this character uh, I love him, <laughs> Skeletor. He's and for me the best character is Skeletor. There there's a sort of storyline that I can see them building into. A lot of characters got redemption storylines. I think Ooh. it's possible now with the writing to do a redemption storyline for Skeletor, which would be awesome. Wow. Like don't yeah. make him a good guy, but make him no. <clears throat> much more relatable, uh, like on his journey because we've had that for um Evil Lynn she was. A, mm. She had a big storyline of uh, like a redemption story this yeah. time around, and it really okay. worked. I Did love the action. I love the redemption stories. I, I think it's excellent. Yeah. So this
1: this was not billed as part one. It was no
0: no. This is a complete story. Five episodes. Wow, yeah. That, the,
1: <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate mm. then that they're getting all of the positive response now. Someone
0: said season two should have been season one and i was like yeah i get that
1: ah okay Mm. so yeah hmm that well (laughs) you got any more i got no more
0: okay um i'm just going to talk about my anime it's overnight for this week i'm only talking about one In 2019, there was an anime series that came out season one called The Promised Neverland. One of the darkest animated series I've ever seen that also balanced real genuine innocence and comedy. So on one hand, you have all these kids in this orphanage, uh, gifted kids, isolated, idyllic orphanage discover the secret and sinister purpose they were raised for. So essentially, in the season one, they find out that they're raised as livestock for monsters. Um,
1: oh, that's dark.
0: Yeah, uh, and there's all these orphanages around a secluded place that we believe is Earth, but we're not sure. Uh, it's like hundreds of miles long, so they've been given a big portion of land. And so, as these young kids find out about it, they make a plan to escape so season one's all about escaping the orphanage season two is about escaping the place and possibly stopping the monsters season one has a hundred percent rating from the critics and 96 from the audience season two has um something like no (laughs) none of the critics has reviewed it and the audience gave it like 46 percent
1: whoa That is a drastic change.
0: Yeah, so I watched it this week, season two, because I've been holding off because I love the season one so much. I hadn't heard any of the negativity. And I understand the negativity now. Not that it's bad, but there's stuff that feels rushed. There's a lot of ground Mm. that they cover in this. And reading the comments, there's some integral characters that they just completely skipped over that are some of the um, fans' favorite characters uh, in... That, that are introduced in season two that they just skipped over. And then once you get to the end, they wrap it up so quickly. Th- literally the last episode, it feels like they I think they it's it feels like they've started a journey for another season and then two minutes later, they come out. there's like this separation of some kids are saved, some of the kids are going to go save the other orphanages, uh, other kids. they skip over it. To where they've saved everybody and then it's like mm. yeah they're just done and i'm like are you serious what happened Th- how there-
1: it- there's a whole story there of a journey yeah. and yeah. new yeah. new challenges and
0: i can only imagine that that it was budgetary and we said we're not giving you any more and they only found out like towards last month and so they had to like wrap it up like that wow So the animation is still great, the story is Mm -hmm. still dark as heck. There's beautiful characters in season two, really good emotional moments, but the impact of what they had managed to create in season one, they lost because of how they ended in season two, and what they missed out in season two, which is crazy because it was so well-loved. It was so unique, different, that balance of comedy and heart and horror like yeah. you walk around the corner and there's like a monster eating the, the brain of your best friend you know that's gonna scar you it's like mmm, more food nom 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 now learn your maths the smarter you are the tastier you 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 are so
1: yeah screw you i'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be
0: dumb
1: <laughs> i'm gonna be shoving things up my nose to give myself a lobotomy
0: idf
1: what <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay
0: that was disappointing
1: can i though let's let's go this way can you watch season one and not watch season two and feel satisfied or do you is it like (laughs) left open and so you
0: you kind of need a resolution yeah you could possibly watch Oh, my gosh, you could possibly watch to the middle of season two. Like oh, okay. episode five, mm-hmm. because there's a there's a character that there's a couple of characters that you don't know what happens to at the end of season one. And they they're a big part of it. And like you feel. Oh. but you find out what happens by the middle of season two. And that is like a nice resolution.
1: So you could just uh, end there and be. Yeah, you could just end somewhat there. satisfied.
0: Yeah, it's still very okay. good, but it's like the difference between Terminator One and Terminator Four. You know, it's mm. it's okay. Notice I didn't say three because it, nothing's that bad. But Terminator Four, like Terminator Salvation. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all my anime for this week.
1: Hey, Thanks for joining us so far on this podcast. We appreciate your ears and your time spent with us. Don't forget about our Patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash the bearded ones. One pound gets you in there, uh, access to everything. And so we invite you to check that out. If you've never done so before, rate and review us wherever you happen to be listening to the podcast. Uh, do the youtube stuff. stuff. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yes. Coming up next week, <laughs> the 3rd of February, we are going live. So um, at 4 p.m. London time, 8 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday, February 3rd. Uh, we invite you to join us there. We had a blast last time uh, chatting with everybody in the comments. Uh, we are going to stick to a tighter timeline, at least attempt to, so that we don't uh, <laughs> we don't go for three hours. Uh, but oh, we invite you to join us there because it was a blast. Um, this week on our podcast section, we are going to be talking about old boy. That's a movie Uh that I had never seen before. Uh, The original one from 2003. Uh, Ruben hadn't seen it for a while. Mm. We're also going to talk about the thing that either did not make our list or was the worst thing that we watched. As well as hitting upon some entertainment news and some of the things that we are looking forward to in the coming week. So with that, hey, let's let's dive into Old Boy.
0: What Mm. do you say? Yep, let's do it
1: okay so from 2003 um and we should we are not going to get into spoilers uh mm. because this is we had talked outside of uh or off air that um this is one that <laughs> you, if it's spoiled it ruins the movie
0: yeah and you so can't, don't do it in the comments please
1: yeah don't yeah don't let let if you've seen it let everybody enjoy it like you got to for the first time yeah um the premise, I mean, after being kidnapped and imprisoned for 15 years, Daisu is released only to find that he must find his captor in five days. I, <laughs> this is a messed up mystery and almost a horror. Oh, um, yeah.
0: I think it is Klaus, that's a horror.
1: There are, there are moments in this. where Because you have this dude who, when we first, when the film opens up, we don't he is not he's just a trash person mm-hmm. right I mean he's he's drunk screaming in a um in a police station and we watch several several minutes of this play out. I mean I was I was actually <laughs> kind of shocked at how long they let this scene go yeah. um but it, it establishes that mm, he's not really the nicest of guy I mean he's just kind of messed you know he's he's a mess um and then all of a sudden he disappears. And he doesn't know why he doesn't know where we don't know where we also don't know why. And we watch him being held captive for 15 years and then all of a sudden, poof, he's released. And then that becomes his, his search. Um, and he's given clues too, which is even weirder. Um, how was it watching it the second time or again, rather?
0: Mm, um, There was a lot that I'd forgotten. Mm. Um, I think I was comparing it to the remake a lot because I've seen the Josh Berlin and... um, uh, What's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Mm. She plays the the, the girl in it. Um, Interesting tidbit about the Elizabeth Olsen one. She didn't know the ending. Um, She saw the ending for the first time when it was screened um and she got the experience with everybody else so uh, wild uh, yeah very very wild anyway the original is better it's always going to be better um i'd forgotten like how much of a journey there was it, in my mind there was this it's a big chunk of him experiencing the 15 years in the room and then it's like clues and like a fight sequence with a bunch of guys and then the ending. That's what, like, in my mind that the film was. I didn't realize how much history and investigation that he goes on and, and like, chasing the rabbit or the mouse down the, like, the investigative path. And then mm-hmm. there's a lot of feeling like he's always 12 steps behind, and the person yeah. that is, like, setting this up for him is kind of willing him to find out. And when you do find out, do you want to know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it's not, it's not, well, at first it's about who, mm. and then it's about why. Yeah. And
0: it. Uh, my wife watched this with me. Was this her first time? Yeah. Um okay. I think, I think she's seen parts of the remake, so she, she's like, there was familiarity with it, mm. but she was also like glued, but also our conversation afterwards was stick me back in give me the red pill ignorance is bliss
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> also i need a shower
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um this is brilliantly made um mm. the storytelling um is is so it presents so much to us yeah but holds back just the right amount so that it is like I'm not sure when you figure it out. Like mm. I put some of the pieces together very shortly before the actual reveal. I mean, you start to hear yeah. some things and you're like, oh, 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 mm-hmm. you know, the there is some um, some fight sequences in this that are amazing.
0: So brutal think, and very real. Like it's not pretty fighting.
1: No. I think to that, um, it feels like a hallway. That's, I mm. guess, what it is. And it, it's this, it's shot beautifully, too. I mean, oh, it's yeah. I yeah. hit my microphone there. It's this, um, and nobody can see it because we're on audio, but um, <laughs> the camera is panning left to right as the mm. character is trying to progress down this hallway.
0: It's and like a video he, game, like the old Street uh, Fighter video yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, uh, side-scroller, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. He, he's, um, I mean, he's being inundated, though, with bad guys. And yeah. they just keep coming, and it's one dude. And I mean, it's, <laughs> and he's getting the crap beat out of him, too. I mean, it's yeah. not like he's just, he, he's I'm not just John Wick in it. it, and no. like everybody is just a, you know, a little pawn, ding, 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 knocking them all off. No, no, mm-hmm. no. There, there's points where you're like, oh, you're, you're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought it was, I thought that was really well done and well crafted so that it, it does make it um, immersive. Even though we're stepped back, that was the mm. thing too. That this is not one of those. That scene isn't up close.
0: No, you know it doesn't cut. Like no. it just keeps going and going. I was like, "How on earth did you choreograph this?" Some of those people got hurt because there's no ways you pulled pulled back from that. Like you wouldn't want to do it again. And they were tired for real because it's a long it's a long shot. And yeah, someone got hit with a plank or accidentally hit by, you know a hardened hammer i can't believe i don't think it was a real hammer because otherwise still though but even getting hit
1: with something plastic is gonna hurt
0: oh yeah and the way he swings it and yeah yeah
1: (laughs) i've been turned into a cow can i can i go home if you go
0: and watch that scene again though there is a guy that swings and misses and then falls on the floor holding his ankle and i'm like what happened to you (laughs) this isn't football (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well he
1: could have twisted it though if he's swinging yeah, really hard. maybe that,
0: i just like yeah maybe he actually <laughs> injured himself oh,
1: <laughs> oh man yeah no i was really impressed yeah. by this i mean this is one of these stories uh, when we had talked about this too Like, it's like the usual suspects yes where it holds the secrets so well mm. um now this one is way darker and way more messed up and disturbing for sure um than
0: but so much so that you're not sure you don't know who to root for right it like
1: yeah,
0: it doesn't feel yeah, right
1: no <laughs> it doesn't and i and like when you get to the end of it do, <laughs> I, do I like the ending
0: i don't and know and even if you've taken the red pill the fact that it still happened doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean
1: yeah <laughs> just because
0: yeah. you don't know that you've murdered 700 people doesn't mean you haven't done it
1: yeah exactly <laughs> it's um yeah yeah i don't know i i as a first time watcher every time this check this out yes exactly yeah. <laughs> you need to you need you need to watch this but you need to be in the right headspace Because if you're in a dark spot already or you don't, you know, I mean, you're not in the mood for something that is um, twisted, then definitely (laughs) don't. You're not going to want to watch this right at the moment. (laughs) No. Oh, yeah. Wonderful acting, excellent cinematography and fight choreography, and then just masterful storytelling in and of itself. Mm. So I don't think you'd see it coming, which is outstanding.
0: Nice. Okay. Cool. Should we talk about the the worst thing or the thing that didn't quite make our list? I would love to. Okay. Uh, should I go? Sure. Okay. Um, I think I've told you a number of times now that Kirsten and I have been making our way through Grey's Anatomy. There's like yes. 16 seasons. They're all on Disney in the UK. I think okay. they're just finished, but I think, yeah, there might be 16 seasons or more. Um, I remember, I think we got to season six before and then we gave it like 10 years break because we were watching other stuff. We just, so we decided like, you know what, this is easy watching. Let's let's go from the beginning. And then so we've been getting into like, oh, yes, I remember this character and I remember this. But I remember there was a death of a character that really affected me because they were like integral to the group um of these doctors uh, you see them go from training to like interns to first year to second to residence you know you see them progress as each season comes along but i remember like the the, the emotional toil after you've watched a hundred episodes of something with a character you feel like you know they become like part of the family in the mm. drama so zeitgeist of the world um it caught me off guard like i knew it was coming and kirsten was sitting there going she's like holding her face she's like she knows it's coming and i didn't realize that she knew it was coming but there's a character that like devastates you that is taken out and you because you don't expect it um but the way they show you that the character dies you don't know that it's this character that yeah, I can't say it without spoiling it. So I don't want to spoil it for... I'm sorry, did well, you
1: say what movie it was?
0: Grey's oh, Anatomy. Oh, oh, this set. is in Grey's Anatomy This is in not. Grey's Anatomy. Okay, no, this okay, sorry, series. sorry. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> in about season six after you've like worked up your way to... Oh,
1: yeah. Um.
0: And it caught me, even though I'd seen it before, it caught me off guard because I hadn't remembered how they did it. It's so clever how they reveal that this character is actually going to die and who this character is, is so well done that I didn't see it. Even though I'd seen the character for half the episode already, I didn't realize it, it was the character until. And then as you're just devastated, there's also another character that in like literally four episodes before that, um, you've seen again in like a flashback, but the, the dad, who plays? Sorry, the 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 guy who plays the dad in Supernatural, who plays the really evil dude in The Walking Dead, you know the guy oh. with the baseball bat. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. Oh, why can't I remember his name? Jer- wow. Jer-
0: uh, Jer- Jeremy Dean Morgan. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. I think she got the J there. Yeah. Negan. Yeah. That <laughs> dude. If you want to see him play by a character that you love him in, he. <laughs> he plays a character in in grey's anatomy that you just absolutely fall in love with he's like the perfect husband uh material best quirky sexy dude that he's dying from cancer and the, the whole time they're trying to they're trying to um basically save him And he needs a heart replacement. And so there's this ongoing story of him, them trying to save him. And at some point, the woman that falls in love with him, who's named Izzy, uh, does things that she she shouldn't be allowed to do. She ends up, like, breaking the medical oath and doing things that would be classed as, like, uh, sending you to jail for for love, basically, Um, and still Just doesn't end up the way that she wants it to end up. And uh, then this character, Izzy, has something happen to her. And then that character, Izzy, falls in love with someone else that's integral to the storyline. And then the person that I just told you about gets taken out. And so it's because it's so connected together and you think they surely they can't do any more to this character i'm like how am i so invested in this medical drama that i was like i'm watching it because i am watching with kirsten you know that story that you watch that soap on netflix um about the doctor that moved from the city and then um
1: virgin river virgin river
0: right it's like
1: i love that show that it's so bad. except yeah.
0: good medical stuff like yeah yeah yeah, it's actually a medical drama and the the stuff they do there is incredible and i'm always like i must remember not to eat while watching this show (laughs) (laughs) because the stuff you see i'm just really impressed like like oh it's actually good storytelling but is it good storytelling or am i just invested in the characters i don't know anymore i would love people that are listening to let me know if you've ever watched any medical dramas that you think because there's so many they're obviously popular for a reason it's probably easy to do drama with but Grey's anatomy must have uh, but you know there's a reason that it has 16 seasons of 22 to 24 episodes per season there's a reason i can name a lot of the characters um not saying all all the episodes are good some of them are irritating they are the most immature bunch of people ever they're like children (laughs) (laughs) um which makes interesting drama they highly intelligent doctors but they never really matured which is kind of what happens i think they put everything else on the line they like everything else paused while they were learning to become doctors. So they didn't mature because of that. So therefore, they don't really know how to act in relationships when they get into real relationships. So in amongst them, fighting over who's gonna get to slice and dice the next person that comes in for a heart transplant or a lung transplant or, you know, some weird medical thing they've never seen before, they're also sleeping around and not realizing who they're hurting and that kind of stuff. Uh, Have you ever seen any of it? And you must have heard of it.
1: Oh yeah, no, no. I used to watch it. Um, mm. Loved it. I believe, like I'm looking through IMDb and looking at the episodes right now, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that season six was the last season that I watched. I think because that's, I was reading.
0: You're about where we are now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I remember the uh, um, the the last episode or two.
0: Yeah, you remember and, and the Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That,
1: Oh, yeah, 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 that that storyline, yeah, Yeah. exactly, but I'm reading, I'm reading like some of the synopsis of season seven, Yeah, and this does not-
0: does ring a bell.
1: It doesn't ring a bell at all, like I know the characters, but I don't remember any of these portions of the story.
0: Yeah, there's new Um, characters that come along from another hospital that makes it very interesting.
1: Yeah, because at what point does Lexi come in?
0: Yeah, Lexi is a, do you know Lexi? She's there, but- She's in season six, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. You know, for me, um, I still love the musical episode. There are some-
0: (laughs) um, Wait, that's a musical episode? Oh, yeah. In Grey's Anatomy. Um, Are we not there yet?
1: um, (laughs) Really? um, What's her name, Callie? She gets to sing a um, Brandy Carlisle song (sighs)
0: When is that coming? I need oh to watch the musical. Oh gosh, episode.
1: it is so good. Like so this is like drama version though of yeah, yeah, yeah. the um the Scrubs, my musical. Yes. You know, I but I still like I had so many songs, like I think I bought the album or whatever, or that season's soundtrack or something, because some of them we got to hear the actor singing the song and it was just great. Wow. I mean, they do um shoot snow patrol um i mean it's very it's very um you know early um or late 2000s late
0: 2000s yeah yeah okay so i'm on season six episode six and i haven't watched the musical episode yet so it must be in season six then let's see
1: that is
0: um (laughs) how fun Sorry if you're listening on audio, like, why this guy's talking about medical drama. It's just yeah. where we're at, and it's pretty popular. Um,
1: what is it called? Song Beneath the Song. Okay, so which episode is that?
0: I don't know if that's Eden season six. You must have gone further than you thought.
1: Did I really, that?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, season 7, episode 18.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, so you have seen more than you got further. All right, I will definitely tell my wife that there's a musical episode in season 7, episode 18 of Grey's Anatomy.
1: Yeah, you got Chasing <laughs> Cars smiling. by Snow Patrol, How to Save a Life by the Fray, oh, the story wow, that sounds by amazing. Carlisle. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it was-
0: I can't wait. Okay. That's, that's a good okay. reason to keep watching. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Nice. All right, nice. so what's the worst thing or the thing that didn't quite make it on your list this week?
1: Dude, this is the worst thing I watched, okay? This is at Sundance.
0: Oh, Sundance. And,
1: um, Jeez. Yeah, so it's not out yet, but this is just your cautionary tale of don't watch this.
0: But that's um, crazy. So Everything f- at Sundance is meant to be amazing, right?
1: I don't know how this got made or how <laughs> this got accepted in okay. there because... What's it called? It's called Realm of Satan and it huh. is a documentary. And so we thought, cool, this is going to, you know, t- show us like the members of the Church of Satan, how they how they, uh, you know, they interact with the world whatever. Yeah, is yeah. it going to dispel myths? Is it going yeah, yeah, to just yeah. show insight whatever? No. No. It's mostly unspoken. It's what? short little artsy vignettes of people staring at the camera
0: shut up it's not so, I know I kid,
1: it is it's Seriously. like an hour and a half oh yeah oh my wife was pissed and this was the <sighs> one that she was really wanted to see too and i was hey. just like maybe it's going to get better maybe there's going to be some more here i mean we, no no you just see people Like, no joke, one scene is a dude sitting in his uh, red velvet smoking jacket at a table. He's got, like, a red room, and it's got all this, you know, ornate stuff on everything. He's smoking a cigar, and he's drinking some wine, and he's looking at the camera.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, the director has done mostly shorts. I think this is actually his first directorial debut. He's done segments and other movies and he's he's done a ton
1: of stuff like he has edited a bunch of things even for sundance like films that have made it to sundance and everything else and so i was like okay you know editor turned director cool and this is a documentary so you're just telling a story right Hmm. you would think like this actually watching this reinforced Hmm. the negative stereotypes that are associated when you think of satanists Oh, really? At no point, yeah. Uh, at no point does this help to say, you know what? These are normal people who just are like you and me. They just happen to have a different <laughs> belief system than other people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like something yeah, like yeah. that. No,
0: Christians there's are no field exposition. This one.
1: There's, there's no. <laughs> it is a gigantic waste of time. Wow. Because I, if anything, it reinforces. Those negative stereotypes. Because we see people doing things without any context, (laughs) without any interviews, without any storytelling to go behind it or narrative that can either dispel or dispute or even confirm, doesn't really matter. There's none of that. Um, So it, it truly is small vignettes with no dialogue most of the time of people just standing or looking at the camera or i don't know painting draw there's one where we watch this this couple mm. they're sitting in like this studio type of thing he's sitting at a drafting table drawing circles right. we don't even see the circles we're far back just looking at them mm. no joke for 2 minutes she maybe maybe not 2 minutes maybe it is 1 minute uh, it felt like 2 minutes so she's just like this <laughs> unmoving unspeaking not even blinking and then the, and she's not even facing the dude she's facing the opposite direction so they're looking like the dude is kind of faced onto us and she's looking off to the side a little bit and then without still without speaking no speaking is going on she opens up a camera bag pulls out a camera and that's it
0: what's the narrative of the film
1: I don't know I don't know what the point was. I, I generally like you think you're going to tell me something, you're going to take me on this journey, even even just telling me about their lives, whether mm. or not you're trying to dispel or prove stereotypes, it doesn't even matter at that point. You're just you're you're going to tell me about their lives. I have no context. I don't know who these
0: people are. I don't why know did Why did you they sit do them this. down and talk to them? Do you like that would have been interesting. Have. <coughs> Overlapped with been. those weird artsy shots, you could have just heard them talking about this is what it means to them. Yes,
1: yes. that would have been excellent because even that, if what
0: they were saying was evil and wrong, like it still would have been something.
1: Yeah, regardless of whether or not I agree with them, hmm. it would provide context for what we're seeing. You know, because we see plenty of documentaries where you've got these. Montages of videos without without sound, the video portion of it, but it's augmented by an interview. Yeah. You know, somebody recounting something, somebody explaining something, somebody anything. It,
0: this I'm boggled at who put this through on Sundance as well.
1: That's what we were saying also. We Who, who is, watched
0: this and thought, yeah, this is good enough to be at Sundance.
1: Yeah, I was. it
0: sounds like it's not good enough to be in like your video bin. Never mind.
1: No, it is like pointless. That's really the the unfortunate yeah. thing. And that pisses me off for
0: all those other um, filmmakers that are that trying didn't get in. that didn't mm-hmm. yeah, trying to get their work. They've put their heart and soul into something that's probably unique and brilliant that won't get the time of day. Like, I think back to a film like Brick, how hard Brick tried to, you know, get seen. And that film's incredible. Uh, Primer. People only started figuring out how great Primer is two years later. (sighs) Compared to this one. And the funny thing is, Uh,
1: this is filmed really well. I mean, it is. It is. The shots (laughs) are beautiful.
0: Okay, maybe that's what somebody watched a bit of it and thought, this looks great. Let's get it in there
1: it is so much style over substance like there is no substance <laughs> no one portion we watch <clears throat> we watch a couple get into a maserati and we see them drive a little bit and then the next shot is some people standing on a an industrial street corner type mm-hmm. thing you know it's just it's dilapidated you don't get to see a lot of it but it's just grungy around there and these people have some weird um masks on like okay. giant paper mache masks
0: oh.
1: and the car stops they get into the car no oh. the camera has not moved okay we're watching from across the street the car oh. drives off yeah and then we hear it turn around and then the car drives back the other way. And then the camera pans and follows it as it drives off.
0: What? Why? This feels like the laziest filmmaking ever. They couldn't be bothered to do another setup to watch the car. Well, why did they even need to watch the car turn around and come back up? What's the point of <laughs> anything? This would make me question my existence.
1: <laughs> now you know my, my wife was pissed off.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I get it.
1: To, like and I wanted to turn it off, but I also needed to know: Is there going to be something here? Be, but there that, wasn't.
0: No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. No. You did so, just
0: waste your money and your time.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. That was. It was. Um. How long was it? I don't know. Hour and a half? Maybe hour and twenty-five minutes? Something like that. Um. My, let me. I'm looking it up here. Okay, right people.
0: Now save yourself money and a time Chris has definitely yeah. taken one for the team yeah
1: okay so it's 80 minutes long and it cost me um $25
0: oh so, um, I'm sorry bud <laughs> yeah so that, that, <laughs> that holy bad. crap
1: yeah so just
0: avoid it Yeah. yeah. alright should we move into internet news then
1: can we please let's find something that's even wildly different <laughs> yes
0: let's Oh my gosh, funny.
1: Okay, I have something that I'm really excited about.
0: Okay, go for it. Um, Ben
1: Affleck is directing a kidnapping thriller for Netflix. Okay. And it's called Animals, and Matt Damon is going to star in it
0: that's amazing them that's two together why
1: yeah see that's exactly why that's i'm a excited winning by that. combination
0: right there yeah you got so
1: yes i'm excited for that i don't know the release date yet i don't even think it's um i think just because matt damon was just announced as going to star in it i don't even believe they've started you know any type of production yet or anything
0: right but okay i'm looking forward to it regardless nice um aliens the TV series is going to ignore Ridley Scott's prequels and return to the concept of the Xenomorph as a natural apex predator rather than an artificial bioweapon. The series will also revert to cassette futurism design versus modern glossy look. This is the FX Alien series. This is what they've been working on. Hmm. Hmm.
1: I'm not sure how I feel about just uh, retconning Ridley Scott's. I mean, well... If you go on.
0: If it's. So when you say the Prometheus so and 2, about I'm guessing they're talking about the. the Prometheus, Prometheus. and, and okay. Covenant, which I'm. I'm not upset about Covenant. But I really like Prometheus. I know that's a contention, but. I, I loved. Uh. Numi as the new Sigourney Weaver. I thought she was fantastic. And.
1: I need to rewatch uh, Prometheus because I didn't enjoy it as much the first time. Oh, please
0: watch it again because I, I think will. it's it's actually really good.
1: <laughs> but I liked um, Covenant. That
0: oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had
1: fun with it. I didn't. You know, I just I mean, did wasn't
0: They need to get back to horror. I just didn't think it was so scary. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I can agree with you there. Yeah. Oh. So. Whew. That was a that was a high
0: pitched noise there. <laughs> yeah, my wife opened the sliding door. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um there's a new the demon slayer um, anime which is obviously really popular we've had i don't know if you remember like it was one of the most popular anime films it did a film uh called mugen train that everybody talked about for a Uh while and then we had a new series they're doing another like putting the whole arc into a movie called demon slayer to the to the Hashira training um, so Demon Slayer is like com- Komitsu no Ayaba Demon Slayer to the Mashira training if you were wondering like when the new season's coming out what will happen is you'll get the season as a movie on February the 23rd and then a couple of weeks later it'll be episode released on places like Crunchyroll mm. but when you get anime that is this this well animated the amount of time and effort that they put into mm. the animation is definitely worth checking out at cinema if you can Nice. Uh Very cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, In comedy news, the Daily Show has secured getting Jon Stewart to return for Mondays all through the 2024 United States election cycle.
0: That's going to be fun.
1: (laughs) Dude, the man, first off, is so knowledgeable and smart. Yeah, and then he has been ripping into politicians lately, and it, the things that he—it he seems says really and easy the, for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and he's so smart and and logical yeah, is. too, and yeah. his some of his interviews have been spectacular. And so I am really looking forward. I mean, this like I I have not watched the Daily Show uh in any bits uh other than some um some are jordan Klepper stuff on hmm. um but on youtube you know and so i will probably sit down and and watch john stewart each month monday uh because that man is uh is beautiful
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> it's going to be good uh i don't have any more news so if you've got any oh i got just... two okay cool got two
1: uh yeah. they're both from netflix okay um harlan coben
0: oh my there gosh are t-
1: there are two more <laughs> limited series coming that they announced well uh, they're going to start the filming one you this just year.
0: reviewed did yeah. really well it did yeah and
1: that's why i think that's why they went ahead and greenlit two more mm. so they're going to start filming this year they're called missing you and "Runaway" okay. or run away honestly i don't, I don't know runaway.
0: if i'm excited about coding and stuff anymore
1: yeah I like I will probably watch just because I do enjoy mysteries hmm. um, uh the formula seem so much yeah they don't seem, so much, kind of yeah, they like don't seem so
0: much a it. mystery to me anymore so like mm. you know what
1: the biggest mystery is. Whether right. or not Richard Armitage is going to be either of them, <laughs> or there's both. a
0: universe—the Richard Armitage, Harlan Coben universe. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's so funny. Um, the other one, the last bit of news that I have is, uh, and it has to do with Sundance also. And I didn't get to see this movie because it wasn't showing online; it was only in-person screenings. Oh, but that sucks. Netflix has acquired the Sundance breakout horror called "It's What's Inside." Oh, okay. The synopsis for this is a pre-wedding party descends into an existential nightmare when an estranged friend shows up with a mysterious suitcase.
0: Huh. Okay. Why Country. are you excited about that?
1: Uh, first off, because the, the horrors that mm. premiere at Sundance are typically messed up and good. Right. Um, like I saw The Watcher there. um, knock knock no knocking knocking Mm. which is a a, uh a non-english uh film um i think i saw piggy last year which is that is messed up movie um so so a lot of the a lot of the horrors that they do have been really good they're very dark they're typically depressing um so, yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to this one.
0: Okay. Actually, um, I do. Th- there's, I saw two trailers to two films that I hadn't <sighs> seen um, that I'm very excited about now. One is called Lisa Frankenstein.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: that yeah. I hadn't seen a trailer for. And I was like, dude, I am all over this. This looks so yes. quirky and, and weird. It's a zombie love rom com version of um, Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, which yeah. looks so good and then that same actress is coming out in what's the other film that she's coming out in uh that i saw oh abigail another a horror movie that she's in <laughs> that looks brilliant like these guys end up at this it reminds me so much of the the, the hotel that like and then she's got to survive sort of but this time around there's the people that arrive get locked into this house and uh, now they got to survive with whatever's in there. And dude, I was like, "This is gonna be good."
1: Dude, that trailer starts off one way and then becomes yeah. unhinged. And yeah. I'm like, "Okay, this may be cheesy, but I don't care. Like, I'm I am, uh, fully on board for yeah, this concept. I'm, I am hooked." <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw um, two trailers also this week for things I'd never seen, and I've got a. Fr- I don't remember which one of them was, but the other one was uh, it stars sydney sweeney and it's called immaculate and it okay. looks kind of messed up
0: oh, so i haven't heard of it um, okay i'm yeah. loving that there's new like these indie type films with real um potential like good scripts good stories yeah. fresh actors um i'm loving what what's the actress name that from both trailers uh catherine newton
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: young actress she's doing a lot that I, I like at the moment don't you know Ant-Man and the wasp isn't great but other things she's in this great yes, freaky yeah. i really liked uh big little Lies, she's obviously a big big in so i'm um, i'm yeah i'm hoping that uh this sees her get even higher so we see her in better stuff uh, not that this stuff isn't better but you know what i mean like not peel off and like into the ob- oblivion of Hollywood, become yeah. uh, like a stable name. Yeah. So, Should we talk about cool. what we are looking forward to coming this week? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. I'll do my Netflix Netflix run. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Orion mm-hmm. and the Dark, a new animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of this movie. I didn't know anything about it. I love the animation style anyway, but when I saw what it was about, the boy with an active imagination faces his fears of an unforgettable journey through the night with his new friend, a giant smiling creature named Dark. So basically, this creature is darkness, and it's all about confronting the fact that that the darkness isn't scary. And I was just like, I wonder if this is going to have a really good effect on, you know, being scared of the dark. Like, if yeah. for young kids that struggle and they see this, I'm like, oh, there is nothing. I love that story behind it because, you know, who isn't afraid of it? When when late at night, Chris, and you go downstairs to get a glass of water and the lights are all off and you get your glass of water and then you've got to switch the lights off because, you know, And you're running (laughs) because you don't know what's behind you you walk quicker with your glass of water because you don't know what's in the dark even though you've just been there it makes no sense but you're still irrational
1: (laughs) but still yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, when mind I've seen hereditary tricks, one too many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or those, like the Invisible Man. They just yeah. focus on a corner of the room and you're like, yeah, yeah.
0: what am I supposed to see?
1: What? Well, there's nothing there, but I, no- I'm I'm quite certain there is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, I went off on a tangent. Oh, and then no, there's an anime uh, oh, called... Wait, Four- what,
1: what What day does that one come out, The Dark?
0: Uh, it's this week. I'm not sure when.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: um. Then there's an anime. Mm-hmm. That I'm not sure about. It's called Four Nights of the Apocalypse. It's basically the continuing story of the Seven Deadly Kingdom. The Seven Deadly Sins. Not Devin, think we Kingdom. Hmm. Uh yeah, the Seven Deadly Sins. And the animation has been getting progressively worse because they've been doing oh. they went from great animation style uh to CG crap. Ah. Um I- i didn't um,
1: expect you to say worse i, I thought yeah. you were gonna say better.
0: no no, no. progressively worse the, the fan base is massively split mostly mm. people don't like um i love the characters they just don't yeah. like the what the cg but we've been waiting for this storyline for a while mm. uh so i really hope that the story even if it's cg the story will be like yeah the story's good so um, it let's, let's the- go yeah yeah exactly mm. Okay. So we'll see. And then there's a film that's not a Netflix exclusive, but I've never seen it, but I like the idea of it. Ansel Eggoat, Chloe Grace Moretz, David uh, Stratham. It's a drama thriller. It's called November Criminals. I've never no, seen it. No, don't see it. Oh, don't see it? It's Is it boring. bad? No. Yeah, it's not very good. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, yeah. cool. I but
1: saw it a it, couple of years ago and it's not right.
0: great. It's, it's not worth the time. No. Unfortunately. Okay. because I like
1: the I like the actors
0: yeah um but
1: okay um argyle i think comes out this week um
0: this is february this week
1: yeah i'm seeing oh, i'm seeing yes, the does. screener on tuesday so i'm really excited about that i think
0: okay i, I mean sam I rockwell's in it so
1: yes exactly <laughs> that's that's all i needed yeah. um but then the rest of the cast looks outstanding as well yeah. henry cavell um, and I don't want any spoilers. That's the biggest. I'm so like afraid to get on social media.
0: Well no one's seen it yet, have they? Or the, Yeah, uh, they or, started, yeah, last oh, started this past week
1: there were some screenings. Okay. So cool. Yeah. Um on Netflix on the thirty first, there's a mm. series called Baby Bandito. Um,
0: yeah, so, I, I don't know if it's gonna be, I won't be good or not. That. <laughs> um
1: There is a series coming out, um, season one is hitting Netflix on February 1st, season two is hitting Netflix on February 29th. Now this series has already been out in like Australia, it stars Jamie Dornan and it's called The Tourist.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's been out. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's
1: so yeah. it's just coming to Netflix, um, right. at least in the U.S. I think they just bought the rights because they actually like they have it on their media site as like, it's yeah,
0: you're going to love TV this. Yeah. Cool.
1: I'm <laughs> yeah. looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's also on Sh- uh, Paramount Plus a series okay. called A Bloody Lucky Day.
0: Oh, and I've not heard of that one.
1: I think it's uh, k- Korean,
0: maybe. A bloody lucky day on Paramount Plus.
1: Paramount Plus, yeah. It comes out on the first. Okay. Uh also that same night, I guess, or coming on Friday the second, mm-hmm. uh Prime oh. Videos Mr. and Mrs. Smith season one. Yeah. I I have yet to sit down and start that, but okay. I I'm hopeful that it's Good at luck. least kind of entertaining.
0: Yeah, I hope you like it. Okay,
1: that didn't inspire confidence there. I'm Um, saying nothing. I do know that you told me not to watch the end of episode one where they go and they like basically ruin the rest of the season. uh,
0: This season, yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: want that. I don't need any of that. So, okay. Is it is it a weekly release?
0: I hope not. Mm,
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Mm. Um, that's that's all I got this week. Slower week. I feel like I am going to the. I am going to the theater though on Friday, like the actual stage theater. All oh, right. To see a music, yeah. See is a musical. It, it's called Six, which nice. I know doesn't help anybody else who's no. not in, um, in <laughs> you know, my my area. But
0: it's um, exactly it's a where m- you are. Hey guys, yeah, it, come over here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's um, yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know. It's about oh, it's about Hen- the Six Wives of Henry the Eighth. Oh, is that why it's it's called? A, it, yeah, and it's a musical and oh. it's I think taken from the um no, I don't know, the perspective of the wives maybe. I don't know. Um I am looking forward to it though. Okay. Cuz I like musicals. Yeah. And I like Broadway shows when they're done well. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you know if it was if it was good next week.
0: Okay. But, um Halo 2 starts soon. I'm just letting people know. Halo season 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Put I, that um, on your
0: Are you going to watch? I I need to catch up with season 1. <laughs> I don't think I've finished season 1. <laughs> I but, watched
1: episode 1 of season 1. That was it. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to watch the rest and then I'm going to watch season 2 cuz I'm hopeful for where it what it can be. Does that make sense? It could work its yes. way into being amazing. Also, um, for things to watch out for, uh, you'll probably be excited that uh, Tokyo Vice season two is coming out soon.
1: I got the screeners for it. Yeah, there you go. I am excited. Yeah, the Uh, because I know you liked.
0: Yeah, it's it's fairly soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Just in case you need to catch up on, like, you've been meaning to watch it and then, like, you didn't actually manage to like do it because we've had so much to. Everybody, like, even people that. Aren't us that have time? uh, (laughs) I don't know, like what you choose, (laughs) because there's so much to try and watch.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a wild season. The first season is amazing, so I remember you
0: talking. You were doing were you doing uh, individual?
1: I did week to week. I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to do the whole thing just because it's um it gets difficult to really give to not say some of the same things over and over again. Right, you know, because yeah, yeah. without giving spoilers, also that's the other thing. Like, hey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, oh, I do remember them. the other
0: one, uh, the Tigers Apprentice. That's coming out. When is that? I'm pretty sure that's early. I s-
1: I saw something about that.
0: Yeah, it's a Paramount Plus original, but it's also coming to cinema. It's got a great voice cast.
1: No. Yeah, it's that animated.
0: Um, yeah, it's the animated yeah. film. Uh, just checking the date.
1: Michelle Yeoh, Lucy yeah. Lou, Sandra Oh. Oh, February 2nd. Yeah, we go.
0: So it is this week. Yeah.
1: This week on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the the cast is, I mean, okay. So, yeah, I said Michelle Yeoh, Lucy Lou, Sandra Oh, Hen- Henry Golding, Patrick Gallagher. You'd recognize him. Mm-hmm. Bowen Yang. Dude, he's awesome. Yeah. I love him.
0: Yeah, it's a great cast. Really is. So I'm going to definitely give this a go because if, you know, their voice work with the animated characters could be really fun yeah cool i think that's enough (laughs) yep
1: okay hey thanks for joining us again we appreciate it uh don't forget about our patreon patreon.com slash the bearded ones uh one pound gets in there uh we are going live next week the third of february Mm -hmm. 8 a.m pacific 4 p.m london and anywhere else in between there We invite you to join us on each of our individual channels. Uh, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, Mm me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. Both of those are on YouTube. Um, Also, uh, rate and review us. Yeah, that's it. Wherever (laughs) you happen to be uh, listening to the podcast, if you've never done so before, we would appreciate that. And with that, we will see you next week. Take care.